0: You're listening to episode 29 of the Broken Glass Podcast, how to build a business from your experiences with Birdie Bow. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community, where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wanderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. This podcast is sponsored by The Contract Shop. The Contract Shop provides contract templates and all the legal documents you need to run your business. And best of all, it's designed with a creative entrepreneur in mind. When I needed to update my website's privacy policy in terms and conditions to be in compliance with not just the EU's General Data Protection Regulation Policy, otherwise known as GDPR, but with the new California Consumer Privacy Act, CCPA, the contract shop was there for me. These contracts are not only attorney-prepared, but are also peer-reviewed, so you can feel safe knowing it's not just some form that I threw together. There are templates for all kinds of creativepreneur needs, so head on over to brokenglassmediallc.com slash the contract shop to learn more. Are you looking for a virtual assistant who understands release schedules, copyrights, licensing, and other aspects of the music industry? Or how about someone who can write, proofread, and content edit your music industry-themed blog posts, articles, and business documents? You are in the right place. Broken Glass Media has officially launched service offerings specific to the music industry. Visit the services page at broken glass slash work dash with dash me to learn about services in business writing, virtual assistance, and social media. Hey, welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today I have with me Birdie of B Squared Management. She is the CEO. She's musician turned CEO. So it's kind of perfect for what we're talking about um, the last couple of weeks about um, being a musicpreneur and building your, uh, your music career into a business. So Birdie, welcome to the podcast. Uh, tell me a little about yourself and what you're doing now.
1: Hey, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so glad to be with you today. Um, Yeah, I love that Uh, musicianpreneur, musicpreneur, I think (laughs) it's great. Um, Yeah, we are very much uh, a company of musicians for musicians. And we are a boutique talent agency. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of looked through your site a little bit. You do quite a lot for artists. Um, so we'll dive into that in a little bit because I really want to hear about how you built that business up and everything. But um, let's take it back a little bit. Um, how did you get into music? How did you get involved with it? You know, you, you were a musician. So let's kind of take it back to the beginning and, and just talk about your, 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 your beginnings of in the music industry.
1: Awesome. Um yes, I I was uh, a musician for many years. I was in a rock band and um also a songwriter. I you know started singing at a young age um in church as a as a kiddo and then as I grew up I you know just um got more and more involved in music and uh went to college on a music scholarship and then you know as soon as i got out of college i was kind of like oh you know what i'm not ready to um embark on this career thing. i think i want to get a band going and uh, hit the road um and of course my whole family was like you're crazy what is going on but um I was like, yeah, this looks like a good plan for me. I'm going to eat a lot of uh, smock ramen and live in an RV and, and do the thing. But it was great. You know, it was a real learning experience. And, um, you know, we, we were kids from small town, had never really been anywhere, had never really played any great shows and never didn't even know how to go about it at all. But really just learned it um day by day day by day and and figuring out you know like um you know what to do like how do you book a show well okay I guess I have to up the phone and start making calls or you know how do we do this like you know just really really um just ground level stuff but I, I'm so glad it started in that way because I think I learned a lot by by doing it that way yeah,
0: well, it gives you that hands-on experience, too. So now you can take it to your artist and say, hey, I've been there, right? You have that yeah. that full experience yeah. of doing it on your own. Whereas, yeah. some like, I mean, I was in a band at the end of college, but, you know, we lasted six months and that was that. And yeah. so all my knowledge has come from my education and seeing what other people are doing. Yeah. But you really have that yeah. kind of experience. You can say, no. Like I've been there, and this is really (laughs) what I can do for you, right?
1: Right, or I can say, more so, I can say, let me tell you what not to do. How about that? Because I did all these things that you you don't want to do these things because I I did them. Um, No, yeah, honestly, you're right. It it is very helpful, and uh, you know, and I think just that empathy piece to it all that you know, as we got bigger, my band, you know, grew um, over those first six years. And um, we, you know, we started getting label attention, we started getting managers, we started, you know, the the entertainment attorneys and all that started coming to us. But every step of the way, I was like, hey, this guy doesn't understand where we're at out here. You know, it was always um, people who wanted to help, but they just didn't have that piece. They hadn't lived it. And it was really apparent to us uh, so much of the, the way. Um, so I feel like that is something that I can offer to our artists that I didn't, you know, um, have the luxury of having. So I know what it's like, you know, to be down to your last ten bucks, and I know what it's like to to eat the dollar menu and to play to an empty room where the entire bar has their back to you and you know, I, I know those feelings and how they can be so crushing to your spirit and how it can really make you just want to give up, but you gotta keep going. You, you know, you gotta realize like this is just one night, this is just one moment, tomorrow's a new day. And you know, so I guess I guess it is very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Um so, you know, you toured, you you were in the band and then at what point did you build up B squared? management did you kind of say you know you're kind of done with the touring thing and you really wanted to to do that on your own or, or how did that come about
1: yeah. yeah so um we toured uh on and off for the better part of six years five and a half years wrote a record um landed a really cool grammy winning producer and then um finally got a small deal with EMI we relocated to LA and got a following in Orange County, and, um, I took another three years of that, which is a whole other story, but that was great and you know just much more like okay we 're in the momentum we 're doing the thing and um, anyway, just some really cool stuff, played with some bands and really well known now, and we were' all sort of getting started at the time. but um, eventually, the band never hit the big time, like the bands we were touring with and playing with. Um, And I just decided, you know what? I want to kind of make a turn. There'd been some issues in the band. Our drummer had a heart attack very young. And I mean, he lived, he's he's fine, but just some kind of dramatic things. So, um, you know, I think, you know, we need to change. So anyway, I started getting really heavily uh, into writing and uh, started writing uh, with some colleagues in Nashville and really honing my skills there and started reading for... um, you know, some other artists, a lot of placements for commercials and smaller B movies and just whatever came away and did that for many years. But then um, as I was in that world, I was getting more and more connected to, um, you know, artists in the scene and uh, people, you know, kind of building up their, uh, their base and figuring out th- what they were going to do. And I found myself offering lots of advice just from what I'd been through and um, I loved it I loved being able to kind of say oh you know hey you know this you know try this because I you know and and then um, I just started realizing that I loved that and it was fun to connect the pieces for other people and I was enjoying that so much and it started taking precedence over you know over my writing and everything else I was doing and um, I I decided to really just I, I had one artist that I really believed in at the time and I thought, you know what, let's just do this thing. And I'm just gonna, you know, I didn't really even think like, hey, this is gonna be a business. I just thought, I'm just gonna try this. And um, so it really just grew organically from that, that first artist from there. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. And I've, you know, I've been on your website, I looked through, you have a lot of different services that you offer. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you have a whole team to help you out with that now, because you do quite a quite a bit of, of it almost seems like a full kind of full service management company right you do almost everything
1: it is it's crazy even to me like I go oh we do do that oh wow okay yeah <laughs> we do we do that. but um yeah I mean just thinking from where we started it was more artist development but now we've it just I think it just really um because artists become that we were working with were like okay well now I need a booking agent and now I need this and I was like okay well I don't want to let you go like I want to help you I don't want to throw you out there to the wolves like let's figure it out together you know so we I just really started learning those pieces more and more as the artist was growing and needed those things you know and um, I've built a team of amazing people who um, just I feel like have a very similar background as I do, who have lived it, been out there either in the festival circuit or as a writer or, you know, as a musician. And um, they really get the empathy piece. And I think that has been our entire key to success is just being able to really feel it and be there for the artist. But yeah, we've, we've grown so much. It blows my mind. It really does.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, what you said about, you know, keeping the artist, you know, that way they're not, you know, oh, I have to go to this person for this and then I have to go to that person for that because that can get pretty crazy trying to keep track of who does what for you. And if you can have like a one-stop shop like you do where you can do, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just looking, you have booking, you have publicity and press, branding, release plans, you know, you have pretty much anything an artist could need. And I think that's really cool that you kind of want to keep them in, um, in that ecosystem, right? Like you bring them in okay. and then you kind of keep them in, in that with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. Everything we do, our goal is to have longevity with artists and build long-term relationships. But that being said, we don't do contracts. Like that was a big passion of mine to be very um, free will kind of a situation I got locked into more contracts than I can tell you on this phone call and I was just always like oh these are hideous like just terrible like booking logs <laughs> and oh my gosh just lots of bad situations so I wanted something that the artist could freely be a part of um, change as they're changing and I think artists nowadays they they all want to be you know, they want to have the biggest piece of control over their art and their music and what they're doing. They don't necessarily need someone to dictate to them. They just need, and I find like most artists know what they need and they know how to do it. They just don't have time in a lot of ways, you know? And Mm -hmm. so um, it's our way of just coming on board and supporting and saying, okay, I got you. Like, let's do this together. And then if you need to change pass in a month or something then you totally can because you're not locked into a deal with us you have this freedom and it it makes me so happy I mean and I think a lot of that is also for my own sanity because I I want this total um you know fabulous work environment where everyone's there because they want to be and that there is this real uh, energy of um you know just a very positive positive upbeat energy and I feel like we have been able to maintain that because of that freedom piece and um everyone on our roster is there because they want to be and you know and that just makes me really happy so um I think it is conducive to long-term relationships as we grow together and and I feel like we learn so much from our artists all the time it's amazing you know how how creative and fabulous these people are on three levels and it's you know just blows my mind what what uh, our artists accomplish and what they do
0: yeah and I was actually talking to somebody I think it was last week um about you know she was an artist and in that mm-hmm. time piece right that just not having time and how do you how do you figure mm-hmm. out how to manage your career, especially if you're working full time? Because a lot of artists these days, you know, they're working full time so they can support their artist's mm-hmm. career until that really mm-hmm. takes off. And, you know, mm-hmm. she and I were talking about outsourcing and and finding someone who could, could take on that. And I like that, that piece that you have about they retain their create their, their creativity and you just support them because I think that's what a lot of artists need today is is they need someone to just to do something for them, but they want to have their say in it.
1: Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and they should, you know, um, they absolutely should. That was the thing in my career. I always felt like I was being dictated to so much of the time. Like, don't do this. Oh, you look harsh in this photo. Do this. You know, it was just very dictated. And mm. I just, um, I, I just don't think that's conducive to art being true and to be organic and being something that can grow. And especially in the market today, I mean, wow. Right. Just like yeah. the, the amount of, of talent that is just so unique and interesting, different. And so, um, yeah, that, that's very, very important to us to be able to keep that, um, that kind of uh, pretty organic feeling to everything, but yeah, and artists, you know, they can do so much. Oh my goodness. We have so many crazy talented people in our roster who do so many things. Like we have an artist who's a chemist during the day and then he's literally been on the billboard charts, which is R&B music. And, you know, I have uh, uh, artists who are attorneys by day, but high powered attorneys and then have this crazy great following in cities like New York city and, I'm just amazed at what they do with their time and energy. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, of course you don't have time for booking because <laughs> yeah. you're building an empire. Like, you are, you know, so um, it, it's just that, that when they do have any spare time, they want to be able to create and be in that art piece and not have to be on the phone with a booking agent or calling up an editor or, right. you yeah. know, any the of
0: tasks yeah yeah
1: um,
0: <laughs> and too I think you know a lot of artists um you know and I don't know if you do this but you know they also like to have someone there to kind of bounce ideas off of right like
1: yes, collaborate yes. with them. and
0: it seems like you do a lot of that with your artists as well
1: we do I, I think you know branding for us have, has always been sort of number one and something that we have been known for. And I think it's because it's my passion. I'm a huge believer that there should be a mission statement for every artist and for literally every work of art, you know, even every song that we're releasing and what are we, what are we saying? What's the mission? And like, how do we connect that to community and, you know, just get rid of the sales pitch entirely because, nobody wants to hear this outfit. It's just like, it's, you know, what is in it for me? Like, how are you going to move me? How are you going to take me somewhere new that I haven't been? And why do I want to go with you on this journey? And, um, you know, figuring those pieces out with artists is so fun. It's just like, oh my God, it's, it's the most joy. You know, I always thought that being on stage was the, the greatest thing of my life and it, it was, and it is and I, a lot in a lot of ways, but this, helping someone else connect to their dream mm-hmm. was something I had no idea was gonna fill me up the way that it does. It and um it, it's just it's always fun and it's just so unique every time. You know, every artist is just so um unique and it it's just great, great fun.
0: Yeah, and I was actually gonna ask because because. um you know, it looks like you, you have different subscriptions, you have different ways for artists to connect with you. Do you take on everybody that comes into your, you know, your queue that, that wants to work with you? Or do you, you know, have kind of ways to, you know, kind of filter them and kind of figure mm-hmm. out if they're best fit for you? How does that kind of work? Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, one of the things I wanted was to have um, fully transparent pricing. So the subscription model is kind of new because usually in this business, you know, it's not exactly, you know, you make a call and then you're not exactly sure what you're, if you're paying the same that everyone else is kind of a thing, or it was for me. And so I wanted a subscription thing that was very transparent. So everyone could see that. Um, Now that being said, some artists will go and you know look through the subscriptions, and then we have that conversation. And maybe they're not quite ready for where we are, what we're hoping to do. But I, I am a big believer in seeing the um, value of every artist and understanding that you know maybe they're not um, ready to hit an eighteen. 18- Uh, date tour or whatever but maybe where they are right now we can come in and help with some development or bring in a a writing team or bring in some players or bring in whatever that is to um, nurture them and get them to the next step so that being said we do definitely as a team make sure that we can bring success to any artist who comes on with B Squared but I definitely try to keep my um, you know my mind open and my heart open because i think that artists from all levels of their you know from beginning to already playing red rocks or whatever it is they all you know we can all support them in some way along their journey
0: right yeah so it's it sounds like cuz i you know I'm, I'm always curious about um you know, the business models and that. So um, it sounds like yeah. you kind of have different options for artists. And and that's really, that's really cool that you don't just say, hey, no, you're not a fit for this. And then you, you, you back off. Um, I, I like how you kind of, yeah. you know, they may come in in one for one service, but then you're like, okay, you're not ready. Let's bring yeah. you Way, so
1: yeah yeah and a lot of artists think you know they're ready for touring a little bit early because as artists we want to play that's what we you know that's our lifeblood and i i understand it but sometimes it's like hey let's take a breather and let's think more about press and publicity so we can get the word out for you and kind of get the buzz and get some energy going so that when we're booking shows for you they're going to be stronger you know because right. we've built this really great foundation for you and um and artists are usually so open to that, and you know just uh, we learn together, honestly. and it, I think the biggest key to this entire business is communication and talking it out and figuring out what what's working and and how to you know continue on what's gaining success
0: yeah definitely um, I also noticed too that you have um, aspire to Empire and I was kind of curious mm-hmm. about that because it's it looks like it's you know a different aspect to your services so you can tell me can you tell me a little bit more about about that um, service that you offer
1: absolutely thank you for asking um, aspire to Empire is a newer piece of what we have been doing because we um, Always, you know, there are artists who maybe they can't afford our pricing, and but they still would benefit from a little bit of coaching or just, you know, being able to lay out some of this stuff for them and say, hey, here it is, you know, okay, maybe you can't afford for us to actually do all of this for you, but we can lay it out for you, A, B, C, and D, and show you how to gain success in these pieces. So it's more of a subscription monthly Uh, situation on a much uh, more affordable level and I feel like every artist can afford um, you know a subscription level at you know $10 a month or $20 a month it start very very um, small so that they can still uh, glean some information from us and we can share you know some knowledge to help them monthly and hop on the call you know phone and have a call with them or a Skype session and I just wanted something so that every artist would have that capability if they couldn't quite afford what, um, you know, having our whole team come on board for them costs.
0: Right, yeah. I and mean, it gives them
1: that knowledge, too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind
0: of get get the knowledge and then, you know, do it on their own until they get to that level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And knowledge is power. And, um, you know, I just I, – I never had – you know, any of this to go to back in the day when I was learning it all. And I just always think, wow, it would have been so cool to have somebody who would hop on the phone with me or do a Skype session with me and kind of explain, you know, how to get a publishing deal or how to fill out these forms for this or that, or how, you know, what is this, this production? Is this good for me? Is it not good for me? You know, there's so many things in the music industry that sometimes just, you know, it's just constant, like little things, but they can end up being really big and monumental mm. with, in Marge's career. And just taking one small misstep can really, um, you know, hurt you in the long run. So I I felt like that was something that maybe we could offer. And it's been great. And, and just... Um, you know more times than not it sort of can start in that situation and you know a few months later we're booking them or they're now ready to hit the road or whatever that is so it's fun to see the growth
0: yeah i mean you think about you know we have so many resources online today that you know it's hard to you know you can go google something right but are you going to find this the same answer or are you going to find the right answer And something like this, I think, you know, being able to impart your knowledge, you know, even if it's not, you know, directly working on a a campaign for them, you know, they can at least have more or less a one-stop place to find out, okay, how, you know, how do I get that publishing deal? How do I get my royalties? How do I, you know, you know, I, I, you know, release an album. How do I go about that? And, you know, years ago, like you said, we didn't have anything like this, like, Mm -hmm. you know today there's no so so much out there you can take a course about literally everything
1: Um, Um, thank goodness it's amazing yeah yeah but I I think just being yeah like you said being able to actually talk to someone and say you know what do you think and just really hear someone else's again story or advice or just you know kicking things around and talking about them are just so helpful with everything so yeah it's it's been great and um it, it's I think going to be growing even more you know it's it's in its infant stages but I do believe it will be growing even more
0: that's really cool to hear um So kind of, I guess, shifting a little bit, but still along the same lines of how much there is to do as an artist in your career. Um, So -hmm. there's, you know, there's so many pieces to a career in music, you know, whether you're an artist or a company or working as a professional. And it can get overwhelming, especially when you hear the word Mm -hmm. no, which I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of people hear. Um, so what are some ways, um, the artists or, you know, professionals can stay positive and, and keep pushing Mm -hmm. forward to, to their, their goals and their dreams?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, and oh my goodness, it's just so hard for artists (laughs) out there in the world. It just is, you know, and I just, um, I just feel it so much. I mean, when I was with my band, I was booking us. So I'd be on the phone booking and I would pretend to be someone else. I'd be like, oh, you know, my name's Mandy, whatever. And, <laughs> and, you know, and then they'd be like, oh, I, yeah, I really like the band, but the singer sucks. I don't like her voice, you know, whatever. And I, That would be me. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll let them know. You know, and I would just be like, oh, this is just demoralizing, like taking yeah. these calls and doing this about yourself. But that's something I learned early on that, you know, as an artist, you really have to toughen up, you got to take it, you you know, but um, and the, the, the flip side of that is that artists by nature, as you know, because you're one as well, we're very uh, gentle spirited and we have this passion for life, we have this ability to relay emotion and our feelings put them right out there for the world to see so that's the person who you know like the the last person who needs to be you know hit with the um, those hard hard nos and those hard things every day but but it does happen so I think staying positive what we always say to our artists is you know tomorrow's another day and okay so great this didn't happen tonight or you know you didn't get this audition or whatever but we still know what we know right and we know where you are and you know where you are and this is just part of the story this is part of your journey and when you get there to where you're going it's going to be that much sweeter and just you know, holding on to that and really going back to the mission thing which is so key, and I think it's the biggest part of what we do. If you have a mission, whatever that is, um, that's the thing that's going to keep you passionate about anything, you know? And um, so, really figuring out what that mission is and holding dearly to that, and realizing, like, oh, okay, I got a, I got a bigger thing to do here. Like, <laughs> no is not going to stop me because I got a bigger thing going here, and, and my mission can't be stopped kind of a feeling
0: right yeah and I think too um it's important to really you know not take it personally right like you would mentioned yeah. you know hearing you know from people you know the the singer I don't like her voice you know mm-hmm. it, it's really you kind of have to think of it and I know a lot of you know artists really hate thinking about it as a business but you have to think in you know terms of a business right like Mm -hmm. you know you Mm -hmm. can't let it take it personally you hear no okay move on and how am I going to move forward right
1: yeah absolutely yeah keep going keep moving forward and just you know always always just moving just keep movement keep knowing and keep creating because think about all of the hugely famous people who were told no a million times you know there's it's it's just so normal in the process but it hurts yeah, yeah. it hurts yeah. a lot and it sucks. so um it's okay to to get down about it for a heartbeat and to feel you know defeated but tomorrow you gotta wake up and just mm-hmm. get back with it
0: yeah definitely and I think um too one of the keys you know I just mentioned you know thinking like a business but you know, one of the keys to being successful as an artist is to treat your career like a business. Um, Mm. But I think too, you know, a lot of musicians tend to get lost as soon as you start talking business terms. (laughs) Um, So kind of going along with, I guess it's, you know, kind of mindset too. um, What ways can artists really get into like an entrepreneurial mindset without being overwhelmed to, to, you know, become successful?
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I think you're so right. And the artists who do understand that early on, they do so much better because they, you know, they're viewing it all as, um, you know, of all the pieces that have to go together. Because as we know, there's so many pieces that have to be going in the same direction at the same time, you know, and then the stars got to align and it's, it's a lot to reach success and um, wrapping your head around that early on, I think is so important than knowing that, okay, if these things are not, you know, if I'm not addressing all of these, you know, at least 75-80% of the time, then I, you know, my machine doesn't keep going. So I have to be addressing all these pieces and at least being knowledgeable about all of them. And you know, we have artists who know everything. They know everything about booking. They, they, they want to learn everything about press. They want to learn everything about how that, you know, how they're gaining these social media numbers. They want to learn everything about the branding. They want to learn all the pieces that they can to, get, you know, empower themselves. And I think that those artists definitely, you know, escalate very quickly because they understand the power of being involved in all of it. Right, like um, not just
0: handing it off and saying, here, do this for me, right? They really, yeah. they understand yeah, every
1: piece of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, and I understand that that's, that's a lot and it's stressful. And I, But uh, at the same time, you know, you're steering your career. And right. it, it's important to have that control and that, um, that knowledge because if somebody drops the ball, how are you going to know unless you know? You know right. how, it, how it works and especially I think as an artist gets bigger and bigger and becomes more and more famous and is moving up the ladder then that's where they can get into trouble if they don't have a really broad understanding of all the pieces uh, they're not going to know when someone's dropping the ball. Right. And so we do talk about that a lot with artists like you know be involved be part of it.
0: Right. And it's not understanding every single, you know, tiny little detail. It's just, you know, understand how it works, really understand, you know, mm-hmm. the different things that, that go into it. Um, so mm-hmm. that way, like you said, if someone does drop the ball, you can say, okay, well, I need somebody who can do, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you can find somebody who can, can meet those, right? Because if you're, yeah. you're not educated on any of that, you're not going to know, you
1: know, okay, where do I go now? You know, yeah. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. Or, and you're not gonna. No, you're not gonna know. Well, I think you can lose yourself in that too if you don't have a really strong idea of, um, you know, this. This is my image, and this is exactly what I want this image to look like, and this is how I feel about this. You know, be, being um, just a part of all of it, and being able to interject your um, your creative process and your art, and not being dictated to again because it's such um I just think that that's an energy killer and and an art killer so yeah. um you know I'm big on that and and I always tell every artist we work with I say we're not going to change you we have no desire to change you we make you something you're not we just want to pull everything out of you that you already know is in there and then we want you to express to us and tell us where you want to go and where you want to take this and how do you visualize this and getting that out of them is so cool and then going okay okay we got it and then working together to to make that happen
0: yeah yeah that's i love the way you you do your business um and i think that's important for artists you know because sometimes you hear about the horror stories people get a record deal and then the the label takes yeah. over every aspect of it and um. they feel like they lose themselves and oh my
1: God, so fast. Like, he, and that can even happen with a manager. That can, right. I mean, I see that with management so much. I mean, it happens with us with management. You know, you're too this, you're too that, you're too blonde, you're too brunette, you're too, can you can change this, can you cut your hair, can you constantly to the point where it made me feel like, wait, who am I? Yeah. I don't even <laughs> forgot what, you know, like, yeah. wait, I even forgot what I like to wear. So I um and I think that's detrimental to everything. So um yeah. Yeah. Well
0: that that kinda kinda goes along with the next thing that I was gonna ask you. Um so the the, the Broken Glass podcast is really to highlight women in the industry, whether you're, you know you're an artist, mm-hmm. you know, like you a manager, mm-hmm. um, you know, journalist, how, however you're in the industry. And one mm-hmm. of the things that we do talk about is, um, you know, being a woman in the industry and,
1: mm-hmm. um, you
0: know, the resistance we come across. Um, so mm-hmm. as an artist, as a manager, have you come across any resistance um, as you were building, you know, the band or the business, going out on shows? And, and how did you overcome that type of resistance?
1: Right. No, I love it. And then thank you for such a great podcast and thank you for what you're doing to bring the the light to this subject because it's so needed and it's just, it's it's wonderful. But, um, you know, when I was coming up as an artist, there, there were so few women in this industry. It was, I I mean, I don't think I ever even knew a woman producer. I mean, I knew who Linda Perry was. I knew there were a few, but I knew there was just, there weren't many. Um, I never had a a woman manager. I never had a woman, um, attorney, entertainment attorney. I never had like so many things that now I see, you know, it's changing and it's so great. And there's so many women producers now and engineers and, um, but, um, you know, definitely still even now it's funny because I will sometimes get the messages in like, Facebook or email and it will say, Oh, that's cute. Is this a man? Are you, is this the company that manages you or is this, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and I'm like, Oh, well, no, I, I own it. Uh, oh, oh, okay. But um, so, I, and then I always wonder in my mind, like, is that because I'm, woman? I don't know, but um, maybe it's not, but it's, um, it's always a little bit interesting and um, it's, I don't know. I mean, I do think that we got a long way to go across the board, you know, um, but we're getting there, and that's the important thing. And we're we're we are busting glass ceilings, and we are, um, you know, making the path easier for those who are going to be behind us, and the ones who went before us did this for us, you know. And and um, but I, you know, I try not to think of everything as from you know, like oh, I'm a woman in this industry. But there are times, yeah, when it kind of hits you over the head, like, oh, okay, I I get that. But um, I I wouldn't say there's been a ton of um resistance or anything like that. I I just think that sometimes people are a little surprised, and um, so. But um, again, I think the things are getting better, and I um. I just, it's a good time to be a woman uh, owning a business and, uh, you know, creating uh, new art and new opportunities out there.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, you know, there's a lot of, you know, support women supporting other women. Um, You see different, you know, groups out there. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's the Facebook group, Music Is Busties, which I talk about a lot because it's such a supportive group of women, um, on Facebook, Mm -hmm. uh, Catherine's created a great community and everybody, you know, supports each other. I've had a lot of guests, um, on the podcast from that group, um, -hmm. and just, you know, the way we, we connect with each other. Um, I was also part of, um, uh, smart women in music, which is a group, um, established with, within the, um, the music products industry through the, um, Mm -hmm. through NAM. And, yeah. you know, just, just to, you know, connect with other women, you know, and support yeah. each other and, and, you know, you know, by, you know, women coming on the podcast and, 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 you know, I, you know, me helping out other women, it's, it, we just create mm-hmm. this network, right, where we can bring each other up. And I think that that's been really helpful, mm-hmm. at least in the last couple of years to really see those groups start and build
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. And, and I think we are very strong communicators, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so we can verbalize and talk about things and get it out and, and gain knowledge through there and yeah, lift each other up as much as possible. We have to. Um, I love the fact that many of my female artists, um, and my male artists do this as well, but I think I, maybe I just noticed it so much with the females that they lift one another up, you know, like, Oh, I saw so and so has got that show. I'm going to be there. I'm going to post for her in my story. I'm going to, and I'm, and these can, you know, artists who've never even met, you know, maybe it's an artist from Austin and the other artist is in Hollywood or ones in New York and ones in, and they just, uh, they find a way to find each other and connect right. and it's just, always makes me so happy I'm like wow and you know when our artists really reach out to one another on their own and connect and then lift each other up I'm just like that's that is a cool cool thing and it's it, it's um inspiring for sure
0: yeah I was gonna, that's really good to hear that you know you have artists that are are like that that really want to connect with each mm-hmm. other and, and seek each other yeah. out on their own
1: yeah so much and we recently had a um networking event in LA at the whiskey. And so a lot of the artists who hadn't met each other met that evening. And it was so great because everyone was like, Oh yeah, I already know you. I love that. <laughs> I've like already known you. Oh, I love your video girl. You know, and just this whole thing of just, um, well, it gives me chills just even talking about it. Cause it was, it, it's just so great to see that inner, um, Vibe, you know, and and I feel like that is the the vibe of us as a company. I, I hope you know that's that's our our goal, you know, to to lift each other up because, I, like I say, I, I ain't nobody going alone. Like we we're gonna be, you know, you, nobody's getting there alone. Like we, it takes each other to get anywhere, right. and uh, with so we have to bond together and, um, you know, lift each other up when we can.
0: Yeah, that's so cool to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of shifting gears a little bit, we're just gonna um, kind of start to wrap up here. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in the future? I know we said Aspire to Empire is, is kind of building up, it's, in, it's getting its legs right now. Um, is there anything mm-hmm. coming up that you're, you're looking forward to that you can share?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, we have so many cool things going on with artists and festivals this coming summer. And um, gosh, just so much new growth. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, we're just always full speed ahead. And I, I am so excited about the future. And just Grateful, just grateful, grateful, grateful for everyone who's been a part of the journey, including you, for having me here to to talk about it, and just you know, um, I'm in a real place of gratitude right now. I really am. Yeah, and gratitude's
0: so important. That's I love. Mm. I actually I do a gratitude journal every day. So, oh,
1: yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, wish I I wish i I should make time for that. How how long do you spend doing it?
0: Well, it's actually, it's called the five minute journal and it's literally five minutes. So there's a piece for the morning and then there's a piece for the evening. So you answer a couple of questions in the morning, what you're grateful for, um, you know, how are you going to make today? Great. And what are you, um, you know, you do an affirmation and then at the end of the day, you kind of reflect upon your day, you know, what went well, what could I do better, um, so it's literally just a few minutes. It's not anything where you're really, you know, sitting and deep diving into it. It's just mm-hmm. kind of get it out of your head, and and that's it. So
1: wow, I love that though. Yeah. It, that's beautiful. You'll have to share that with me. You have to email yes. that to me. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll email you the link. To it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. So, um, mm-hmm. so do you have any um, resources you'd recommend for other women uh, starting in the industry, whether they're an artist or you know looking to to become like you know, a professional as a manager or, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I guess really kind of any, any role in the industry.
1: Oh my goodness. Um, well, I, many of the ones you mentioned earlier, music, biz besties and, you know, the, there's so many great ways to communicate now and connect and to put yourself out there and to, you know, communicate with others. Um, yeah. You know, I, I had a lot of mentors I had, um, you know, a lot of people who I was able to contact and say, you know, how, what should I be doing here, and you know, what, what are your thoughts on this, and you know, people who have helped guide me along the way. So I think it's so important to reach out to those who, uh, you know, that have helped you and that genuinely love you and genuinely want to be there for you, and and let them be a mentor to you, and. Um, yeah, communicate all you can and, and really just live in your passion and don't be scared to just go for it, you know, because you never know what, what you are capable of doing. You just take that first step and just, just go for it. Like I said, I had no idea exactly what I was doing, but I knew it felt good and I knew I loved the way it felt to connect and to help people. And I just went with the feeling. I just kept going with that feeling.
0: Yeah, and you can't live in that fear, right? You can't, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, let those limiting beliefs keep you from from doing what you want to do and following your dreams and meeting your goals.
1: Yeah, no, I agree, and and don't be afraid if your if your goals change or if your dream changes, you know, because there might be a door you're walking through that you never had any idea was going to be this beautiful or incredible to you um you know be okay with changing direction and walking through a whole new path
0: right and you know your you know your your business can change too right like you know i know your business offers so many different services but i know like for me when i started this business this is not what it looked like you know two years ago when i said i was gonna do it and but i'm okay with that right and 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 you start to realize, okay, maybe that's not for me, but maybe this will work better. And then you come to something that, you know, really will work for you.
1: I agree. I agree. I, I think back about how many doors that I tried to beat down. You know, it's like yeah. beating the doors down and it won't open. And you're like, no, I want this door. Like, well, there's 12 doors open over here. Would you like to walk? Through? No, I want this. <laughs> and now I look back and go, oh, there were a lot of opportunities I totally missed. I, You know, I see mm-hmm. now. But of course, that's probably a lot of use. That's kind of how we, we do. But I believe the word limitless is so important because we are limitless. And once we, we remember that, then we realize, hey, I can walk through all 12 of these doors. I can still come back to this one. Like this door right. is still going to be here with all the padlocks on it. I can walk through all these beautiful other doors and see what's up, you know, check it out, see how I feel about it. You know, just, I think being limitless is really important to remember as women too. Cause I think we get a little honed in on, um, you know, what we're supposed to do or what we should do or what makes sense. And sometimes the right thing doesn't always exactly make perfect sense. It's a little bit scary.
0: Yeah. I love that. Limitless. I'm going to, I'm going to put that on my wall. I love that. (laughs) Um, Do you have any uh, favorite books or podcasts or um, people who inspire you and inspire your business?
1: Wow. Well, you definitely inspire me because uh, you are definitely, you know, helping women to think about what they've achieved and put it out there in a bigger way. And you're helping startups to get the word out. I think that's really powerful. I I wish I was doing more, you know, for other women. so you're inspiring me to really think about that piece of how I spend my time. And yeah, I love that. But yeah, just, you know, my, my artists inspire me every day. They, they just inspire me every day, and they blow my mind every day. <laughs> and um, I just, I'm grateful to them, and just, you know, I always tell our, our staff, you know, our job is to put love on them. Let's put love on these artists. They don't get a lot of love out there. Let's, let's love them and put, you know, take good care of them. But I always forget that we're getting a lot of that back. From them. We get so much love back and so much um great energy too So they inspire me a lot. That's awesome.
0: Um, so just last question here, wrapping up. Um, where can my listeners find and connect with you and B Squared Management? Um, especially mm-hmm. if they're interested in any of the services that you offer?
1: Absolutely. So um they would go to bsquaredmgmt.com. And our Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash bsquaredmanagement, M-A-N-A-G-E-M-E-N-T. Um, we are mgmt at Instagram as well. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from artists out there. It's always great to connect and network. And, yeah, we'd love to meet you.
0: Yeah, and I'll um, put all the links to those in the show notes so um, my mm-hmm. listeners can find them and connect with you. And mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on today, Bertie. This was amazing, and I love to talk about mm-hmm. business and, uh, you know, growing your career mm-hmm. and your business. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at The Broken Glass Collective.